This is Hypothetical Help with Scott and Terpster, neither of whom are actual therapists or counselors. Any advice given on this show is truly hypothetical. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Hypothetical Help, episode 21. My name is Scott Johnson. That's Terpster, the Terpster Terpston. Uh, what's going on, Terpster? Terps. Um, Terpster the Terpster Turpin uh, is is my uh, my original name. Oh, stripper name. See, now I'd like to be called Sir Terpster. Oh. Um, because I feel that I have, you know, garnered enough respect from the UK government and the Queen mm. uh, that I should be officially honoured as a sir. Didn't you have to put a sword on your shoulder to make that happen? That's a that's well, part of the deal. Well, I did a different one. I, I found a different queen and they put something similar to a sword um, <laughs> in and around my yeah shoulders. Yeah, so I'm going to go with I've been knighted. Um, so by all means, Sir Terpster from here on out. Thank okay, you. I got a question before we dive in today for you okay. directly. Not related to that. No, okay, no, no. Cool. Unrelated Fantastic. completely. Do Good, you... That is all I talk about. Do you have... So here, I I don't want to make this sound like it's a U.S. only thing because I know it clearly is not. But everyone I know over here says they have a uh, like them and their significant other, their wife, their girlfriend, their boyfriend, whatever. They have a song. It's like their song, right? Oh, really? Yeah. Do y'all have have... John's song? uh, Your song? John's son's song is my song. Um, Do you have one? You You tell everybody. This is your song. Not that one, sadly. No, no, oh, that one. No. Okay, I'll tell you um, mine in a minute. And my wife have a song. Yeah, yeah. We have our first dance song, which I always think is quite special. All right, what is it? Tell us um, too. And that was uh, "You Make My Dreams Come True" by Hall and Oates. Oh my gosh! Shut up, for real. That's amazing. Yeah, Make it's a great my song. Yeah, terrible song though. How's that terrible song? Well, it's Hall and Oates, dude. They're not known That's for a, you know. Excuse me. Are you? <laughs> Bad mouth in the oats. <laughs> I will fight you, sir. Don't think I won't, because I will. I believe you will. Um, I think that's fine. That's a good one to look back on. And, and now that I'm going to tell you mine, it's going to be worse. So it's not like I have any room to talk here. Um, okay. Well, for, mine wasn't bad. So I don't see how yours can be you know, anything but worse. Ours is Journeys Faithfully. Really? What does that I'm one go like? I don't know. yours faithfully. And then the first part's like... Uh, uh, something. Uh, how's it go? It's the guy's on the road. He's on tour, and he had to leave his on girl behind. On the road again. No, that's not the one. Uh, You'd know faithfully if you heard it. Okay. Uh, it's a great slow dance song, and for whatever reason, it just stuck. And that's the first thing we ever danced to, and so we lived with it. But I was just curious because it does seem like it is. If you don't have a song over here, then you're doing something wrong. And I wondered if that was uh, an international deal or if that was just us thinking that was too big of a deal and it probably is right um yeah i don't think i don't think it matters if you don't have a song like mm. i mean maybe I, I just i'm just trying to think of a reason when you would need a song you don't really I mean, short of those quizzes when they ask you what your significant what is your song yeah that's the only time i can ever see it being tremendously useful well how about this you're out on the town you're together you've you've seen many years together you're 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 heading towards say thirty years of marriage, and your children have grown, and and you're and you're on your own, you're empty nesters, and you're just you're rekindling some of that old stuff, and you're you're downtown, and suddenly you hear over the speakers downtown, and your song starts playing, and you're like, oh, it's our song, and then you you know you just you're brought back, and bang, yeah. nice, <laughs> yeah, I can see that, I can see that, anything that relates to banging. 
I'm all for. All right. I think that'd be great. Okay. But like I said, I mean, we've kind of got a song. I'm okay with that. I think everyone has a song. They would mm. just like not think of it as like, oh, that's our song. Mm-hmm. Um, they, so They may not know it yet, but think hard out there, listeners, and you probably do have one. You just don't know it. Exactly. Uh, exactly. We are going to start with a call. This is about having feelings. A song. All right. Oh, well, feelings is a song, but this is not that song. This is something else. It's about having those feelings, and we'll explain. I found my wonderful fiance, and we're getting married uh, next June. But one problem that I have is that she has feelings that she can process a lot quicker than I. So when we're talking about stuff, she'll often ask me how I'm feeling, and I have a problem where I don't know what I'm feeling, and I need time to kind of figure it out. And I guess my question is, how can I work on determining how I feel? feel quicker so that I can better participate in these conversations with my, my fiance. Anyway, um, thanks for thanks for listening and hope to hope to hear myself on the radio. Well you just did well, I don't know about a radio, but Well yeah, no, if, yeah he's he's got it. It's a radio. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well if get, you listen on a radio, you'll along. you'll hear that. Yeah. Um this, this is it's a hard one, man. This, well this is interesting though, I think at the same time because like if we looked at feelings as a an abstract idea, okay, so they they're not saying you can touch, but you can touch stuff to feel things, okay, so feelings are just this other thing, and we as men sometimes we're not in touch with our feelings mm-hmm. as much as we should be, um and we often blame that on the fact that we're you know we're just we're men you know how, what more do you want how much more can you can we be in touch with sure sure um and i don't think that there's necessarily a a thing that you can be expected to know in terms of feelings but you can just kind of wing it i think because feelings there's no right or wrong answer even though there is a right and wrong answer actually but you can feel whatever you want to feel and then you can change your mind if you figure out later what it is you actually feel. So basically, let's role play a bit here, Scott. Okay. I'm ready. So, Scott, I'm pregnant. Damn it. How do you feel about that? You said you were on the pill. Whoa. So you're not happy about this. No, I'm so upset because I'm you... really happy about this. We've been trying for six years, Scott. I can't believe you oh, didn't oh, remember oh. that. Oh, sorry. I thought I felt I was you woke me up out of a dead sleep. I thought we were dating still. Sorry, I was part of a dream. Wow. Was yeah. I in the dream? Oh, yeah. Or was it someone else? No, no, no. It was you and two other ladies. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I feel really hurt by that. How do you feel about that? Um, I feel uh, ner- nervous because even though we've been trying to have a kid, uh, it's the idea scares me a little bit because I, I don't know how I don't quite know what to do as a father yet because I've never had to do this before so I'm, I'm super nervous about that I like that this is that some good, good role playing we're doing here I like this this. Good. this is good I'm just trying to think of something else I could say here's that. the here's the problem I'm a terrible person to ask because I am unfortunately way too way too in touch with my own feelings well you're the best person to ask then how are you how are you so in touch with your feelings I don't know I just I'm, this is going to be kind of my point to him which is I feel like it's um you're not in charge of your own DNA, and I think I was wired this way. I just have a tendency to be very empathetic to what other people are feeling to the to a to a fault in in some cases because I tend to over worry about how other people are feeling or doing, and then it I kind of in, I kind of internalize their 
perceived, you know, whatever I perceive about them. It, it, the one thing it does do for me is it makes me very intuitive as a parent. It makes it easy for me to tell when something's wrong. Um, but it kind of sucks because people I don't know very well or even strangers at times, I get all involved with, oh man, she looks miserable. I wonder why. And then I'll start building a story in my head and I go too far the other way. Uh, I internalize those feelings and try to mimic those feelings. And and if anything, I'm too in touch with it. So you, so you, okay. Yeah. So you so could say to me. If I was being depressed, yeah. you would be depressed. I probably would be. I would see that and go, oh, and I'd want to be able to do something, but wouldn't feel empowered to. And then it would make me upset or sad that I couldn't help more. Or, you know, I do that a lot. And See, I, I'm I'm going to think here. So he's um, he's his his lovely fiance has agreed to marry him, but accepts that he isn't the most forthcoming with his feelings. Uh, but that doesn't mean that he can't be more in touch with them. He just needs to kind of just let it let it kind of get a gist, I guess, of of what his fiance is often wanting from that. Because it seems like he doesn't necessarily care too much about being accurate in his feelings and more so appeasing his fiance. Mm-hmm. Um, in which case, I would say the easiest thing to do is to echo her feelings. And that should hopefully uh, mean that she's that little bit more uh, pleased that you're on such a good wavelength. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if she, the only time this doesn't work is like if she's feeling kind of quite. Uh, menstrual it's her time of the month you can't feel that because you're not allowed to be biologically that way yeah but you could be like oh i'm so empathetic for you and i wish i could take that you know i wish i was the one who was uh feeling like that and maybe uh, that's terrible advice i don't think she's gonna go for it. <laughs> i think it, if there's a way for you to kind of trick her into saying how she's feeling first just same Z's. Oh, isn't it crazy how we always feel the same? Yeah, you could and do. I mean, some empathy out. does come from just uh, getting into the to the swing of it and trying to trying to get yourself there. But he may just be one of those guys, and there are women like this too, who are just a little bit numb to it. You know, they don't really have a way to know. I mean, they maybe your maybe your emotions aren't so well defined that you can just go, "Oh, it's in the shape of a square." Instead, you're like, "I don't know. It's kind of amorphous and strange, and moves and undulates and changes shape." And you know, that's probably where you're at. And and that's okay. It's okay. It's fine. I kind of so wish maybe, I could do that. Maybe sometimes. you could just you know shout your fiance down and say, "It's okay. I feel nothing. I'm dead inside. Mm-hmm. I love you, though." Some people take you. drugs to be where he is. They want, really? Yeah, they oh, yeah, because they, they feel too much. Yeah, they feel too much, so they take you know drugs that help sort of deaden that, and they become sort of numb to the world, and they want that. You've got a thing some people want. However, what you're saying is you want the other side, which, you know... The grass is often greener, Scott. It's always greener, isn't it? The weed it's, is always greener? Yeah. Is that what you're saying? The weed is more dank on the other side? It could be. The dankest The dankest of weed yeah. is, uh, is the greenest. Part, part, real quick here. Can you tell me what dank... Do you know what that means? Dank weed? I understand, you know, is it good weed? I don't know what that, that means. I'm not a weed yeah. man, so I don't know. Dank means unpleasantly damp and cold. Okay. Everyone knows what dank means. Urban Dictionary says dank. Yeah. Uh, also an expression frequently used by stoners and hippies for high something quality. of high quality. Mm. Yeah. So that burrito was dank, man. I think so, but I always consider it to be of, of um, high um, illicit quality. Mm. I could be wrong in that, but my usage... Like dank memes, 
they're like they're they're dope you know they're 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 cool mm. they're they're subversive you know. sure yeah i think yeah that you know i don't think you could have a dank meme that was also used by your grandparents i completely agree how about yeah, this that I'll loses p- some of its dank status it does i'm gonna play a, i'm gonna play a pronunciation of it here you go listen to this dank as in dank may may all right <laughs> okay Cool. You know, I couldn't be happier that the crowdsourced definition directory, Urban Dictionary, has chosen to let regular people uh, voice their voices on their dis- uh, things. It's ridiculous. I think that's beautiful. Yeah. Exactly. It's the, really the special. Memes. Um, <laughs> I, I, have I been calling memes the wrong thing all this time? Nope. I call it memes too. I've never heard memes in my life. That guy's wrong. But I like what well, yeah, the So the guy telling us how to pronounce stuff is pronouncing things wrong. Yeah. Does that not seem like that we're in a, a, a weird place? It does seem like the snake might be screwing itself or something. I don't know what's happening there. Uh, I do know this. We got an email from a listener. His name is L. That's all they go by here. Says this, hi, Scott and Terpster. I am extremely shy, as in I am in high school and really never had any friends shy. Whenever I'm put in a social situation where I have the perfect opportunity to strike up a conversation with somebody... I think about doing just that and then seclude myself from everyone else. I don't know if that word's right. But anyway, when so I'm home, she, she thinks about having the conversation and then doesn't have it because she's thinking about having it. Yes, that's a good way to put okay. it. Yeah. When I'm home, all I can think about is all the opportunities that I had during the day to make friends or do something social and kicking myself because I purposefully did not allow myself to take the opportunities. It's gotten especially worse lately. And there has been a girl. Oh, this is a dude. That I've wanted uh, so badly to talk to and had so many opportunities to do so, but forced myself not to. I feel like I'm punishing myself for no reason, and the two halves of my brain can't agree on what to do in these situations. How can I overcome this shyness? Thanks, L. Wow. Man, I mean, sh- it, could use Wendy here. Couldn't wait for this one. This one, I think this is fine. So basically, I mean, do you ever have, uh, do you ever have shower arguments? You know, where you have an argument and then you're in a shower later. And you, ah, oh, that's what I should have said. I should have said that. Yeah, all the time. I think this guy's basically having uh, shower arguments. Mm-hmm. I've had those. Um, in fact, I'm trying to think. I had, a, not a run-in, but a a row, if you will, with a place that thought I owed them money and I don't. Um, so they were trying to collect on money that wasn't for me. It was a different Scott Johnson. Big confusion. Really? Oh, this is like what we talked about in the last episode. Yeah. So there's another... Another Scott Johnson trying mm-hmm. to besmirch your great reputation. Yeah, trying to smear it. So, I, yeah. so you, so you were later. You realized, like, ah, oh, man, I could have said the, oh, I could have said that perfect retort, yeah. but I didn't. Yeah, or yeah. I could have said, oh, call them; they'll tell you. Or you know what? I can't remember yeah. what it was, but it was something like that. And you just you remember yourself it later in the, in the shower. Yeah, You're yeah. going to be annoyed about this. This also happens to me when I'm out walking the dog and only when I'm listening to music. If I have a podcast or something, you know, I have to pay attention to, audiobook or something, I don't do it. But if I've got music on, I had Dead Mouse on yesterday and I was Dead out Mouth walking five. the dog. And a thousand, yeah, Dead Mouse 5. Uh, a, a thousand voices in my head saying, oh, that thing you're supposed to do, now I know where that is. Or, oh, you remember that thing? You should have said this. Like, I have that argument outside a lot and I have to kind of write it all down on my phone while I'm walking or I'll forget when I get back. Um, but yeah, aside from all of that, this person going up to somebody or having opportunities during the day to, to strike up these conversations and then somehow not allowing themselves to do it. I think that they're halfway there because they're recognizing it and they see it as almost like a foreign body interrupting and, and, and changing your course and you're not happy with it. 
that's a really important recognition. Uh, my sister, my my psychologist sister would say that she would say. It's but do you think that it's it's worthwhile to kind of not think about things and just start talking? Because it seems like the thinking part, you're kind of blacking out a bit, and you're you know getting caught up in the oh man yeah I could uh, oh man I should totally I could talk about Pokemon. Everyone loves Pokemon, don't they? Yeah, I'm gonna talk about Pokemon then. Yeah. Then maybe they've got Pokemon. Hey, we could trade Pokemon. That would be amazing, man. Because I got that stuck on that point on you know Leaf Green, mm-hmm. and now if they got, uh, they might have Emerald Red. Oh my god, yeah. And then we yeah. could trade them, and then, and then by the time you've done that, it's like, oh shit, everyone's gone home. Yeah. Uh, whoops. <laughs> and I think that's that's the thing. If you stop thinking, you then get to a point where you can't be thinking instead of talking. Right. So you need to get to a point where you are just able to just 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 chat. Just talk rubbish. Yeah. And again, this is a situation where I'm kind of the opposite. In in the only examples I can think of, like 2010 Nerdtacular, I had all these people in my house. We were having a, a little dinner thing before the next day, which was the big day. This before I my, think, was I there for that one? No, you know. were there in 2011. You were next year. 2011. Oh, okay. So we were in there. Tom Merritt was there and a few other people were all gathered around this table, uh, the Spags and a bunch of people. So we're all sitting around this table uh, and the, in the dining room thing. And... I hate silence in groups. I want the conversation to constantly be going. It's probably what makes me either a bad or a good podcast host. I don't know which. Uh, would depend on, depend on your perspective, but but I hate it. I can't do the. I can't do things have gone silent and people so are awkward look, about yeah, saying it's anything. Dead air. Dry, yeah. It just kills me. So we're all doing that. We're all sitting around and somebody just finished telling some story and it, the dead air happened. And oh, there are too shit. many people in there for me to stand it, and I couldn't. Just sit idly by and let it go or have someone else take care of it. So I blurted out the only thing I could think of was, you guys, my dog is afraid of plates. And I took a plate. I put it on the ground to show them that my dog was afraid of it. And she'd run the other way if I put a plate. You traumatized your animal just to, oh, man. (laughs) Well, she was already afraid of plates. But it was almost like a look over here because I just couldn't stand the silence. And it sounds like he's got the opposite problem. He's happy to let that happen. Like happy to let the opportunity. Well, I come think the and problem go. is, is he's missing out on on talking to interesting people like yourself and finding out about you know dogs that are scared of plates, mm-hmm. um, and and that's a that's a real shame because it would be nice if he could get to a place where you know here he's missing out on ladies, yep, and so he's you know he's wanted to talk to the ladies, trade some Pokemon with them, mm-hmm. but he can't because he's too caught up yeah. in the realities of this world, yeah. So you think just blurt and just get up there and go, oh, man, it's hot today. Uh, what's that? You see that car over there? Like just whatever, man. Just- I think exactly that you can you can think too much about these things. And I think that the best thing I always find is 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 having a good icebreaker. And some of the best icebreakers um, are kind of interesting facts. So I think there's many a woman out there who you know will agree with me when they when I say that they love it when trivia is read to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I would, I would think it would be worthwhile revealing more trivia to them. Yeah. So maybe go on to, uh, go on to Wikipedia mm-hmm. uh, and just click on random pages and just try and find some interesting trivia. You know, <laughs> I mean, we could try it now. I'm just going to go Wikipedia. All right. Okay. And you can click on Wikipedia and then there's a random button, isn't there? Where's the yeah. random button? Yeah, there's a, isn't there? Uh, it's like, I'm a, I'm feeling lucky style button. Yeah. Random uh, article. Here we go. Knights of the Round video game. Oh, okay, lovely. Knights of the Round is an arcade game released by Capcom in 1991. Uh, let's see, plot, reception. So um, did you know 
that Sinclair users scored the arcade version of Knights of the Realm 78 out of 100. Whoa. Writing that players who enjoyed Golden Axe would also enjoy Knights of the Round. Mm. Isn't that interesting? And you'd be like, oh, please do tell me more. Yeah. Interesting trivia. And you can say, sadly, I only learned that piece of information around classic arcade games. Yeah. Um, but I click random again and I can talk to you about um, NGC 62, mm-hmm. which is a spiral galaxy in the constellation Cetus. Uh, and it has an apparent magnitude of 13.5, whatever the hell that means. Um, <laughs> and then they're like, okay, that's she, less so interesting. When she falls asleep at this point. You can well, not move. necessarily because, you know, I keep clicking that random button mm-hmm. and all of a sudden I've landed on the Kentland Crater also known as the Kentland Structure in the Kentland Disturbed Area. It's an impact crater located near the town of Kentland mm. in New County, Indiana. Oh, no, this girl's so, backing away slowly. Well, now. then you got to keep clicking random. you got right. to keep refreshing. All right. And I'm saying like, um, oh, I can't even pronounce that one. Maidurag Toradovic. Sounds good to me. Um, is a suburban French chess master and coach. <laughs> He's really good at chess. So we could talk about that. My, the first um, one that came up for me is Stuart William Bohm. He was born in 48. He's a retired English footballer and manager, best known for his eight-year spell with Middlesbrough. Uh, Middlesbrough, he yeah. grew up in Kirby and Ashfield in Nottinghamshire. Fantastic. Nottinghamshire, yeah. yeah. Shire? Not Shire? Sure. Just sure. I think Nottinghamshire All right. is how I'd say it. Okay. Um, just I'm, I'm trying the same thing, see if I can come up. Oh, Waxy, the horse, a British thoroughbred. Why am I getting all this British stuff? I don't know, because I'm just getting a load of uh, uh, weird. I'm just not getting anything. So I've got another, you know, 686 Gersund is a minor planet orbiting the sun that was discovered by German astronomer August Koft. <laughs> so it's a minor planet. Evelyn Lengthaler. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know what's happening here. here here's yeah. what I'll give you instead. This will help. Five non-awkward ways to break the ice, according to Men's Fitness magazine. Did you get this through Wikipedia? I did not. I found, ah, it. Okay. I found well, it through another pinch method. Pinch of salt, guys. Pinch of salt. Yeah, with pinch this of one. salt with this one. Here you go. Uh, hey, settle this for us. A great way to go under the radar is to ask her if you and her friend should, or if you or your friend should grow a mustache, or if kissing is cheating, or if drunk I love yous count. So wow, that's there's there's one. Wow, those are all. Those are all cerebral questions. They seem, really they seem sexist and horrible, chaff, don't they? It? They seem like douchebags. Well, bags. I don't know, though. At the same time, you know, is is kissing cheating? I would say if it's not your significant other, yes. Yeah, it is. Probably. Of course it is. Wouldn't it be? I think so. I've but never... this is interesting. But maybe if you meet a lady yeah. and she's like, no, then she might be into you and also might have a boyfriend. Mm. So uh, mm. shebang. Yeah. We'll see how the wife deals with that. All right. How about this one? Here's the quote. Hey, can you hold this for a second, please? Unquote. Now, let me explain. It's not his wiener. Okay. Oh, really? Oh, well, you know, your mileage may vary, guys. You know, don't, don't feel that you're going to get anywhere significant with that it one. It says here you ask her to hold your drink for a second. And uh, then when you go, you go do something like mess with your wallet or talk to a guy or whatever, you know she's watching you because she's holding your drink. And then you come back and you just start talking to her and thanking her and getting it. That's a way to break the ice there, it says. Right. Okay. So uh, you go up to a stranger yeah. and you say, hold this for me. Yeah. See, I just say, no, that's the problem. Yeah. But maybe I'm just more of an asshole than a lot of other people. <laughs> so maybe it's, maybe that's a good test though as well. And you then you're like, okay, well they must've been an asshole. Avoided that issue. Yeah. Next world problem. Right. <laughs> Moving on. 
How about this one? Number three, are you shy? Says here's one for a little more flirtatious people. She'd probably Ooh. say no or ask you why you have or why you asked her that. That's when you come back with, I've been standing over here and you haven't started talking to me yet. Be playful, not serious. <laughs> right. So laugh. Yeah, don't don't say it like I've been standing here yeah. and you haven't yet come over to talk to me. Yeah. So I've had to come over and talk to you. Yeah. What Be a, more playful. What Be a rip off. I almost, I, like said, I almost okay. said what a jip, but we have gypsy listeners and I shouldn't say that. Uh, is that where it comes from? Yeah, it's a it's a it's a derogatory term back in the day uh, toward gypsies, and so when people is this say on the oh, list as well, is that what no? It just came up in my head. <laughs> Someone the other day told me that it's offensive to use that term, and I said, well, I feel like that one's run out of the 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 t- timing thing. Like it's okay now, but I don't know. I don't know. Probably to, not. To me, I it just think, meant uh, rip off. The thing is, is anything you say can and will be used uh, to be offended by someone somewhere. Yeah, it's a good point. So you know, as long as it doesn't offend you. And you're no, you're not using it in a derogatory sense, then you're probably okay. Yeah, I think fine. Uh, how about this one? Fourth, sorry, there's no fun slash dancing slash drinking whatever here. Okay, that sounds like a douche. That's a closer. You don't want that. You want to be open questions. Yeah. You don't want to have like a, you know, f off, go home. Yeah. That's a terrible thing. Well, they say. say at the end it says then you have to follow up with something like I was just messing with you, but you guys seem kind of cool. Where are y'all from? Well, well, that's no. That sounds. Oh, I, I would be, I would be very much against that. If that was someone said that to me, I'd be like, "Well, you sound like a douche." Yeah. So uh, I'm off. I'm out. Yeah, I'm out. that's terrible. All right, the fifth one, the final one. They say is, "quote You look stunning. I had to come over and see if there was more of you." That sounds like you a fat. I don't get that. No that shit. That's terrible. Yeah, don't don't use any of that. Men's fitness. But I think, magazine. but equally, all of this as well is is like saying. Hey, you struggle chatting to people? Mm-hmm. Well, why not try chatting to people? You know, it's just none of these starts are good starts. Yeah. But there must be, there are good starts out there. Yeah. I just don't think these are it. This is bad. I think this is real dumb. Uh, anyway, so we're glad that helped. Uh, if you'd like to, <laughs> if you'd like to hear more about the way we like to try to help people buy gum, you can uh, spend a little bit of your hard earned cash at patreon.com slash hypo help. That's how this show exists. There is no show without it patreon.com slash hypo help give a little give a lot give whatever you can and uh, keep enjoying the show for as long as we can uh i guess that's it we have no parting advice for these guys anything you want to say um just just you know again don't be scared to keep it alive yeah. talk to people just uh have have a good time just let it rip don't, let it yeah rip, exactly right? don't feel that you have to always be talking mm-hmm. uh from men's fitness yeah. stuff yeah you know you can talk about other things yeah don't have to be a douche is what you're telling me you don't have to be no you, you could be can i'm be. not going to say no to people who want to be a douche right it's their choice but exactly you you're your own boss who are we non-douches to say what a douche can do or not do it, well it's not our place right it isn't our place mm. and i don't really know enough about douches <laughs> because i haven't looked into it but Maybe that's what makes me a douche. Uh, maybe. maybe I'm ignorant to douches. Yeah, your du- your douchebag ignorance makes you, by default, a douche. Uh, but we can fix that. Don't worry about it. Uh, Patreon.com <laughs> slash hypo help. Don't forget, hypotheticalhelp.com is our website. All things point to there. Uh, 801-471-0462. Leave us your questions there. That's 801-471-0462. And you can email me at scott at frogpants.com if you would rather do it by email. We're also on Twitter at the underscore T at Scott Johnson. That will do it for us, for me and for Terpster. We'll see you next time. 
what was that voice at the end? <laughs> <laughs> that will do it for us. That will do it. I am a robot. <laughs> this show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com. Blah, 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 blah. Bum, 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 bum.